podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach. And see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cricket Unfiltered. I'm Andrew Mensel. Friends and enemies call me Menas. I'm joined by my old friend Gav Joshi. Gav, how are you? I'm good, Menas. I'm certainly a mate, not an enemy, so, but I can still continue to call you Menas. Exactly. And we've got a debutante in today's show. So Chloe Amanda Bailey, a journalist at Channel 10, so a, a colleague of Jaleesa Apps, is joining us for the very first time because she is bloody IPL obsessed. All I get from her is, <laughs> when are we going to talk IPL on Cricket Unfiltered? It's been bugging me for a year about it, Chloe. We finally get to do it. It's hard to find people in Australia to talk all things IPL with. It's great that we get to do it finally. And a uh, huge tournament, IPL 2022. How are you, Chloe? I'm very well. Menas, <laughs> you can work out if I'm a friend or an enemy. I will pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> so you, you work with Jaleesa Apps at yes. Channel 10. Yes. What's Love she, her soul. What's she like to work with? She's brilliant. And she's so kind. Oh, good. Yeah, we love her at Cricket And she's Unfiltered. so supportive, which is important, especially amongst women. She has an amazing heart. I, I'm a real cynic, but she's... She's just not like that at all. She's the opposite. What? She's opposite to cynical. She, you know, she's kind-hearted, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, well, look, we're all here because it's IPL 2022 time and Cricket Unfiltered hasn't done anything on the IPL yet this year. I'm sure. And why is, and why is that, Menace? Well, we were we came out of a big summer of cricket, and and look now that the tournament's up and running, the Aussies are about to head over. They've been released via their contract. So, uh, for those that aren't aware, the Australian contracted players couldn't actually take part in the IPL until after the the Pakistan tour was completed. So, we will see an influx of Aussies over the next week into the tournament. I mean, I think that'll have a big effect on some of the teams, Gav. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think it was the 6th, which is uh, April today. A lot of the teams were aware that the Australian players weren't going to be there as well. So, I mean, you know, likes of Warner, we don't know when Mitch Marsh will play, Maxwell, uh, yeah, just so many names. I, I, the teams, from what I've heard and from what I've been talking to a few people over there, they've been saying that pretty much they were prepared for the first two or three or even four matches that the Aussies weren't going to be. So the teams were clearly sort of equipped to play and they knew who were going to fill in the roles to. Yep. Chloe, any Aussies you're particularly looking forward to seeing in action? Well, and I think a lot of people were asking me why Glenn Maxwell is there but not playing for RCB at the moment. Of course, he's a centrally contracted player, so he had to wait for the White Ball Series to be finished in Pakistan before he could play. Um, I can't wait for Josh Hazelwood to get to RCB either. Um, there are a few boys over there already. Daniel Sams is there, Nathan Coulton Um, I saw Wadey's there already. Um, yeah. I'm a huge but, Wade fan, yeah. massive Wade fan, the little general. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing David Warner front up for the Delhi Capitals. I think he is going to be 
Uh, I think he's going to be really decisive because, you know, obviously he was treated really badly by the Sunrisers Hyderabad last year. They didn't probably show him the loyalty they should have to such a, a great to play for that uh, franchise. And I think he's going to make them pay. Well, and we saw an amazing comeback by him. I think, you know, kudos to the Australian coach at the time, Justin Langer, for backing him because Warner, I think, only had scored like 17 runs in five innings and they just kept with him and he ended up playing brilliantly. Um, and I think there's nothing better than seeing someone who feels like they've got something to prove. And I think that he's going to have something to prove. Absolutely. Warner performs well with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, interesting how he goes under, you know, pointing there at Delhi Capitals as well. There's been a lot of sort of who can get the best out of uh, David Warner and Ricky seems to be the guy. Uh, So interesting. Ricky couldn't actually do it with Glenn Maxwell when he was there. So let's see if he can do it with David Warner. What kind of role is he going to play? We saw him, you know, sort of does he go out and sort of bash from the start or he's got likes of... Prithvi Shaw, who can do that. So interesting kind of to see what kind of role he's given to David Warner. Does he bat those 15 overs, which is what he was really successful at with Eden, with the Sunrisers? Does he play that similar kind of role when, when he plays for Delhi? Um, yeah, well, we just yet to figure it out and we'll see soon. Yeah, Pant, Shaw and Warner is a pretty good trio for Delhi. Well, and I think we're seeing a lot of that, you know, there's two new teams teams were only able to retain three or four players at the end of last season. We're seeing a lot of new opening partnerships. We're seeing a lot of new, um, you know, players are playing not where they usually would play. For example, in last night's match for Rajasthan Royals, um, Devdutt Patakal, he always opened, but now they've got him at number three. So I feel like particularly if your team maybe isn't doing so well at the moment, there's still there's still some things to be figured out. Yeah, it's an interesting IPL because of all the player movements. Now, just everybody that's watching live on YouTube, we're going to answer all the questions. Uh, put them all in there, and we'll get to them at the end. Uh, but we're going to have a bit of a general chat about the tournament. I also want to maybe run through uh, some of the changes from last year for some of the Australian listeners who aren't sort of all over the IPL like Chloe is, who lives and breathes IPL, and so does Gav. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess all the group stage matches are being played in Mumbai and Pune because of, um, I think, the COVID situation in India. Um, Gav, I guess, what effect do you think that will have on the tournament? Well, uh, I mean, four different grounds. I mean, pretty much uh, the pitches will be pretty similar. Uh, Pune is a little bit different, but if you look at Brebon Stadium and Wankhede Stadium, they're only about a kilometre away from each other. Um, and then you've got the D.Y. Patil Stadium, which is probably it's in New Bombay, or as they call it, Navi Mumbai, which is uh, Navi means new. Um, another word for you, Chloe. Uh, but, but yeah, no, no I, I think the, the pitches have you know, good bounce, um, red soil. Uh, but I think we've seen a lot of teams, uh, when it's a fresh pitch, we've seen really good surfaces. But just the way the, the surfaces are with the red soil tends to sort of, if you're playing back to back games, you, we've found out that the pitches can have bit of uneven bounce or slightly turn if it's an afternoon game. Um, so it would be interesting to see how, as the tournament progresses, if the pitches still uh, are as batting friendly as they are at the start of the tournament. And I think as the heat comes on, I've inspected a few people back in Bombay saying it's getting very hot there again. Um, and with that, I think we'll see the pitches changing over time, maybe the back end of the tournament, the spinners coming into it a little bit. And instead of seeing these... 190, 210 scores, we're probably going to see the more realistic 150, 160s um, as we head into the month of May. That's what my prediction is, just given, you know, I've been 
to India several times, covered seven or eight IPLs, and especially um, I'm a boy from Bombay, um, Menace. So um, I, that's oh, what I'm go. sort of... Yeah, yeah, all, all four grounds, beautiful. Of course, Pune is very close. It, it, it's actually funny because in 2017, when the Australian team was there, they actually took a, a plane from Mumbai to Pune uh, when actually the drive is a lot shorter. They probably would have <laughs> got there in about two hours, but they ended up going all the way to Mumbai airport, flying for about... 20 minutes and then getting a bus which took like two hours back from Pune airport back to the hotel so there you go so Pune is pretty much and DY Patil Stadium which is the other venue they're only probably about 50 to uh, 50 minutes to an hour apart so there you go bit of information for the listeners yeah, I actually wanted to ask you both about, you know, especially those coastal stadiums and the dew factor because it's something we keep hearing about how does that that affect well, the I, game. I've heard that they've actually got this environmentally friendly anti-dew spray. spray that they've been using the last few nights. Yeah. Gav, maybe you know a bit more about the spray because oh. the other thing I've been listening to in the commentary is, uh, you know, it depends at what time of the day they do the spray. It does. It, it also depends because if you look at Brabant Stadium, One Kedis Stadium, they're right on the on the ocean. They're on the pretty much as they call the Queen's Necklace in Bombay. So the breeze comes in. Uh, so the, the humidity there will be totally different. Pune tends to be, uh, you find the temperature, it won't be as humid because it's a lot more sort of inland. Um, it's not on the coast. And D.Y. Patil Stadium is probably in the middle, but you just see it's, it's more of a... Uh, no breeze can come into that ground. So I reckon a lot of these factors play. These due things, I've spoken to a few curators out there and groundsmen. I mean, it's a bit of a hit and miss because at the end of the day, the dew will still sit on the surface, on the grass. Their job is trying to get that dew sort of to just come down on the grass and not sit on the blade of grass. Um, but it's cut so short now. Um, it's just so hard for for the due factor not to be, you know, play a pivotal role. And you, you find that, it, I always find if it's a 3.30 game, um, you know, batting first is probably not a, a bad time. We've also discovered that, especially at some of the grounds, that when the lights are going on, um, even in the first games, just around that twilight period that the ball has tended to swing a lot more. So that's another sort of factor, little intricacies, I guess, but it's too hard to sort of predict these things. Um, especially given the humidity, and I think it's going to get hotter and hotter. So the dew factor factor is just going to be accentuated, I reckon, as we go into the tournament. So winning the toss and bowling's the the way to go. Yep, absolutely. I don't think I think <laughs> if you just toss the coin, just go. Yep, you're bowling. I guess that's how simple it is. Now I don't think nobody <laughs> wants to bat. Well, I think uh, out of the last five games, we saw four teams defend their totals so at least hmm. there's that at maybe least the, there's that maybe the glycol <laughs> spray is working <laughs> perhaps it is so um big changes this year there's two extra teams so a 10 team competition the lucknow super giants and the gujarat titans joined the competition they paid a little bit of money for those franchises i think just a you know billion or something um so there's it's the Pocket second money so it's the second time um, it's been a 10-team competition. So this IPL is going to go for two months. Uh, so I, I actually think, Gav, we will see what you said is the pitches get a bit worn because of the length of the tournament. Oh, absolutely. And um, like I said, the, the heat as well. Look, it's just a long tournament, man. There's bound to be 
injuries, players are bound to lose form. Um, look, it's just, it's so hard to predict at the moment. <laughs> it's quite important. Like some of the players and, and the coaching staff that I was sort of speaking to, and they just feel like if you can get those two or three wins early on in the tournament, it's going to be so important, especially because it's a 10 team tournament. Normally, if you look at the IPL over the last sort of, you know, 10, 15 years, you find that going into the six games, pretty much only one team is going to miss out. The other sort of seven are still in contention. I think we're going to see possibly slightly different where I think we're going to see three teams possibly ruling themselves out and it's going to be about, you know, in between sort of three or four teams to sneak into the the, the semifinals. Yes. Are we liking the addition of two extra teams? Are we glad we're back to 10? I think we saw 10 teams back in 2011. Mm, I'm not a big fan as yet. I reckon they could have persisted for another couple of years. I don't think we have that that much depth. Um, but, you know, we haven't actually seen the best, some of the best players. Like we've said, a lot of the Australian players aren't there. I think some of the West India, I think Jason Holder hasn't rocked up um, and, and all those players. So once we see all the players available, um, it will probably give us a true reflection of is there enough depth there? There's certainly enough talent there. Uh, but as the tournament goes on, we'll probably get a fair indication, but it was bound to happen. Let's put it that way. I think in another three years, we might see 12 teams. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, so the format this season, it's um, not a round robin. So last year, the, all the teams played each other home and away twice, although they weren't te- actually home and away. But this year, basically, uh, there's on the t- of the 10-team competition, basically you play um, six of the other teams twice, and no, five of the other teams twice, yep. and then one, every other team once. Mm-hmm. And that's you end up still playing 14 games. And then they all go into one ladder, and the, the top four go through to the finals. The top two get a chance to go straight into the, the decider, and then three and four play the eliminator. And then the winner of that plays the loser of the 1v2. So it's a sort of a classic format. But I guess what you talked about there, Gabby's and Chloe, I'm interested in your opinion on this. Mm. You know, because of the 10 teams and the four making the finals, as Gav said, there is a real danger that a couple of the teams could just fall away early and really there's not much for them to play for. No. So what what's the solution though, having 10 teams? Well, like I said, there'd probably be 12 teams or they'll just make the IPL yeah. a three-month tournament. Five <laughs> final. Or maybe five will make the final next year just to keep a few more teams in no, it. You're, you're, you're a big bash um, expert, Menace. Um, five teams final, does it work or not? Well, it's different with the big bash because we only have eight teams. So five of eight doesn't seem right because over half make the final. But I think ma- um, mainly... Um, with the IPL, because it's 10 teams, maybe there is some merit in having five make the final. You get an yeah. extra knockout game to watch. And, you know, if you're around that sort of seventh or eighth uh, going into the last few rounds, you've still got something to play for. Yep, good point. So maybe maybe a five-team. And I think they're just experimenting at the moment. I mean, and plus with COVID, um, you know, we've seen all the tournament being staged in Mumbai. Once it's sort of scattered all over India, we might get a better gauge or they might have finals in different places. We might get sort of, you know, five teams. So I think this is a bit of a, well, I won't say trial season, but especially it's a, there's a certain limitations that the BCCI um, has conducted this tournament in, especially with, you know, COVID and bubbles and so forth. So I think we could expect a 
few more changes come around next year. And they are all still in a bubble right now. Yeah. And, and and it's like when the Australian boys go over, they have to isolate for three days before they, they can play. So yep. hopefully yeah. by next year we're not in COVID bubbles. Yeah, full fingers crossed. Chloe, just tell me before we continue, yeah. what is it you love about the IPL so much? When did you get into it and what was it that grabbed you about it? Um, okay, well, everybody knows I'm a big fan of Virat Kohli. Who's that? Oh, just some some, some guy, guy. <laughs> some guy who's probably the greatest of all time. But let's not go there. Um, I just I feel like you know it is one of the best IPL how they've done it. It's just one of the best like franchise competitions I've ever seen. It's a, such a spectacle. I think India's passion for cricket. I mean, I I unfortunately, as much as I would love to have say. Um, love to say that I've been to Chinnaswamy and watched an RCB match. I have not yet. And the last couple of years have been ruined because of COVID. But just at the ground, look at the crowd. I mean, you've been there, Gav. It's just insane. I also think BCCI has done a really good job. You know, it's played at a time where there's not much international cricket or well, domestic uh, Well, there's tournaments. a reason for that, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> They've 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 told everybody they're not allowed <laughs> okay. to play. It's not a coincidence. Um, but it's just what I love about the IPL, you know, it's funny that you asked this because I was thinking about it this morning, is that obviously I'm an RCB fan, but it doesn't matter who is playing. There are superstars in every single team and you want to see what they're going to do. And it's not like any other mm. any other tournament. I agree. That's what I love is the matchups. Yeah. I, you know, you've got the best, you know, you've got the best, you know, facing off in the, in, in the best competition in the world. Yeah. And I just do this thing every night where I'm like, oops, I'm up till midnight. I'll just watch the power play of whatever match is on. <laughs> oh, a couple of weeks have fallen in the power play. I'll just watch to 10 overs and then I'll just watch the first innings. And then before I know it, it's 4.30 a.m. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I've got to meet my friends for my morning walk in two and a half hours. Oh, no. It happens. Yeah. Um, I saw someone in the comments saying, you know, does it do Australians follow it much or not? But it is hard yep. being overnight. I, th I think now with daylight saving kicking in as well, and some of the games will start at uh, maybe eight o'clock. Uh, I yes. think that's a bit, bit, bit of a blessing, especially and because there's more games, it means there's more double headers, and we've got more games. Normally, I think what out of fifty six, we probably get about eight games we could watch. So that's probably doubled now. So we, in Australia, we can probably watch fifteen, um, sort of you know, at eight o'clock. And I guess as the the winter sets in here another sort of 15 days i think you know more people might start watching more and more of it especially with the australian players involved um you know we won't be going out as much as what we are now i guess it's still nice and warm uh but yeah no and i guess the biggest thing about the ipl people forget it, it's actually staged during school holidays in india yes COVID times has been different not many uh, i saw somewhere i know a little uh, a cousin of mine who first went to school for the Oh, well, Gav's gone. He's bailed. Uh, he's bailed. He's, bailed he's lost us. his internet. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, we'll continue. Well, Let's look at some of the odds. He, hopefully Gav will come back. He, I want he, to, will he just magically come back? Yeah, hopefully. I think his okay. internet must have gone. Um <laughs> I want to hear about that kid. Anyway, let's continue, though, looking at some of the Aussies in the IPL. So, okay. Glenn Maxwell, yes. RCB. Yes. Uh, Marcus Stoinis to the Lucknow Super Giants. Mm -hmm. He could be um, very impactful for them. Um, you know, they've done well already and they haven't even got him yet. No. Um, I love Tim David, who's playing for the Mumbai Indians, just went for a lazy $1.53 million. 
is Gav. Gav, we and lost you. We did. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Maybe the um, stream yeah, fell. You were telling us about your um, cousin, yeah, was it? Yeah, cousin? so, yeah, so, yep, well, whatever. But uh, what I'm trying to say is it's actually conducted during school holidays. So kids are off school, which makes it perfect. So you, you go out and play some cricket as the sun sets at 7.30, you come home and you grab your grandma or mom or dad or whoever's at home and you sit down and watch your IPL. That's why it's it's a, bit, a little bit like the Big Bash. So um, and it, so that's why it's the, like the timing of it, the viewership. And I think the best thing that's happened, Menace, is the fact that a lot of these uh, phone companies have offered special deals on their phones now for data. And part of the data um, deals, they include a lot of streaming services and Geo, which is a big sponsor of... Um, and one of the carriers, they offer free IPL games. So, you know, you don't have to be at home anymore. You could be traveling. You could be just sitting down, talking to your mates at a, uh, you know, at a hotel or having a, drinking a cup of chai and you can just be watching the IPL. So that's added to the whole success of the model that, that is the IPL. Well, as a yeah, cricket have... obsessive, I've spent many dinner dinner times or, you know, <laughs> dates, uh, you know, with the, the, the cricket on in the corner. Yeah, my. Do you ever do that, Chloe? I yeah, I don't think my best friends love me that much when the cricket's on. Because, uh, and you best believe if I get to the restaurant first, my phone's already there, propped up <laughs> against my glass, watching whatever cricket might be on. Um, but yeah, Gav, I think he said it right. You know, it is kind of like the big bash here, where every single night my brother and I will check in. Like, are you watching? It's it's like a family event, and particularly in India, right? I've heard it compared to, you know, going home and watching a long three hour long movie together or four hour like, like it's a it's an actual real family thing over there um and that's another reason i love it i just wish people loved had that much passion here for cricket <laughs> yeah i mean it, it stops the nation i guess australia is lucky because foxtel's started broadcasting the ipl the last i think three seasons so. not an ad but if you do not have time for ipl and you are in australia get ko, KO you've minis. probably got ko anyway because it's football season ko minis that's a, I don't, that's a free ad, Matt Weiss, if you're listening. <laughs> not, not a big, paid ad. He's a big listener of the show. But, uh, yeah, so, look, so the tournament's underway. It's, yes. it's very early to sort of make too many calls about form, but I'll give you the way it's uh, the table's looking at the moment. I'll go from first to tenth. You've got the Royals in first spot with two wins from three games. Matter of fact, you've got the Royals, the Knight Riders, the, the Gujarat Titans, the Punjab Kings, the Lucknow Super Giants, and RCB, all with two wins from three games and on four points. Then Delhi Capitals are on in seventh spot with one win and one loss. But then the Mumbai Indians, Sunrisers, Hyderabad, and Chennai Super Kings yet to register a win. I guess, um, Gav, any concerns with Chennai? They're none from three. They're the defending champions. They've, they've dumped Dhoni as their skipper. Can well, they, I, oh, hang on. Did they dump uh, Donnie? What did MS Donnie say? All right, it's time to hand on the button. Maybe they need to make him the skipper. What do you think, Chloe? Should, should, should CSK bring? Oh, um... you, you best believe there was an uproar on on Twitter <laughs> when this happened. <laughs> um, no, I think Ravindra Jadeja will do will do well. I think, uh, but but what is going on there? I mean, I don't know. I know they're missing. Um, Deepak Chahar and I know that he's really important you know when it comes to the power player or whatever but you can't just rely on the one player yeah and, and Faf's a big loss as well I mean they didn't want to let him go as well they just just 
you know, I think RCB were quick onto him and Faf's been part of that furniture for so long as well. So I think Faf's a big loss. <laughs> as you mentioned, Dipik Jahar, I think uh, close to 70% of their power play wickets were picked up by him. Um, he can bat as well. He can bowl, um, you know, at the death if he really wanted to. Uh, and the other person, of course, is Shadul Thakur because I think he was the leading wicket taker last year or maybe second or third or certainly for Chennai. Um, he might be the most, uh, I mean, his econ economy is not that really good, but you can guarantee Shadul Thakur is taking two wickets in a game. Um, so they're three sort of crucial players who are not there at the moment. Um, plus, MS Stone is not captaining. Plus the fact that, you know, they're playing on true batting pitches. I mean, traditionally playing in Chennai, the ball can spin. MS is like to work with that. So a little bit of different strategies in place as well. But we're only three games or four games in minutes, I think. Yeah, don't want to think. yeah it's early days. But do you think there's... Do you think Jadeja is in a pretty tough situation? Because it's not like Donny's retired. Like he's got Donny standing right in front of him the whole time. So it's, it must, you know, do you think it's sort of some inferiority complex that, you know, walking <laughs> in his shadow? Menas, I feel like, I mean, I might be wrong, Gav, but I feel like it would be more of a collaboration, not Sir Jadeja, you're the captain now and I'm not saying anything. I think Emma Stoney captains probably the team anyway on the field. I, <laughs> he did that when Virat was sort of leading it. You talk, you hear, you know, like some Kuldeep Yadav and Chahal speak about it and they just, like, MS not being in the Indian team, they just miss him so much because he pretty much spoon-feed them and say, well, just flight the next ball, or push this one down the leg side, or he's looking to hit towards mid-wicket. So all these little indications, I'm sure MS is still giving that out to the Chennai bowlers, uh, but captaincy is different, I guess. Um, you know, MS Dhoni was well known for not having team meetings. I don't know what's happening with Chennai now. Are they involved? Is Jadeja really, is Jadeja's not quite the character who's going to go speak up in team meetings? So I reckon the, the, the sort of the strategy or just the way they function, it's remained quite the same, just haven't had the results. And um, like I said, I mean, it, it's so early on, maybe just, and I've seen this in the IPL where, so many teams can start off slowly, but they just get that momentum and pick up, you know, four or five wins in a row and suddenly they're down the bottom and they just go into the mix and finish sort of third or fourth. So a uh, long way to go, Menace. Well, agree. and we all know it's T20 cricket. Like anything can happen. Yep. Absolutely. We can't well, write off a team because they've lost early. three from three. Once, you know, some of these teams get a lot better with um, the Aussies into them. So... We'll see how that goes. Uh, Joss Butler, leading run scorer so far. Uh, century and I think an 80 um, overnight. Played really well. A, a bounce back for him, Chloe. You know, he had a wretched ashes. He looked out of form. And, uh, you know, he just comes alive in T20 cricket. Well, who was at the other end when – so when Joss was on 98, 99, was it, was it Hetmeyer at the other end? I can't remember who it was. Yeah. But – I okay, well, my, my memory is not as bad as I think, guys. This is great. Um, okay, so it was so funny watching because when Joss got up to like that 98, 99, he wasn't getting the strike and I was just like, it probably wasn't as many balls as it seemed, but I was like, is Hedmire going to give him the strike to get this 100 or not? Are you an emotional watcher? When you're at home oh, yeah. watching the IPL, are you up and down from yes. the couch? Yes, and you know what? <laughs> I think people are like, Chloe, you're a journalist. But you know what? I won't let go of the passionate sport fan in me. Like, why should I? I'm, I'm me. Well, and, that, and that's You're that. actually not covering the IPL. No. So you're, you're not doing anything wrong. No. Like, yeah. Well, that's true, which is why I can be biased you should to be RCV. emotional, exactly. <laughs> um, might I also say, 
Joss, in that game, um, I think he took an amazing – was that the game he yeah. took the amazing running catch? Yeah, yep, 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 absolutely. <laughs> what a blinder. He, yeah, he's he's playing so well and I, I think he's, he's one to watch for sure. Um, yeah, and he's a revelation. I mean, just an innings. And I think it's just – I think it's his 300 – T20 match, which is remarkable. I mean, we still feel like T20 is quite new, but someone like Josh Butler's played 300 T20 games. Um, yeah, and I mean, ever since sort of, you know, remember he started sort of bottom of the order, but ever since he's moved to the top for, you know, England or his county, uh, it's just changed, I think. And, I, and sometimes it's just fortune. Like you see the game last night, I think he only faced 47 deliveries um and while you look at the game he scored the 100 in he scored i think he faced 27 balls in the power play so sometimes it's just a bit of luck as well like sometimes you get a lot of strike which allows you to play during those power plays um period where the field is up and then that allows you to sort of you know someone like a butler or might be an isan kishan or anyone like that uh, more balls you face in the power play is always good because you can actually make the most out of them so but sometimes it happens sometimes it doesn't happen sometimes it's just a non-striker who finds all the strike like Menace, uh, like, no. like 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 Menes does in this podcast <laughs> the other thing Menes, um you did mention you know he bounced back after the england tour with uh, australia tour you know what i mean um you know I don't think we can go past the fact that morale or culture in a team is also very uplifting for a player. And, I mean, we saw England here. Nobody really seemed to be. Like, Joss seems really happy at the moment. And Rajasthan have a really great roster. Um, Like that touring squad, the Ashes squad, the English, embodied the whinging pom. You know, most of them just complaining. I mean, Darwin Milan was whinging about everything. There's all sorts of stories floating around behind the scenes. So um, I'm just saying I don't but, think But I also can... think Butler's test career is probably – I mean, I don't think we'll see him play a lot of test cricket anymore. Um, Let so, him run rampant at RR. Yeah. They'll, they'll be happy with that. Also, I think that catch was um, Daniel Sam's. So uh, The other one um, player – Ishan Kishan, the Mumbai yes. left-hander, second leading run scorer. I've got a little bit, a bit of a soft spot for him. I don't know if either of you have seen it, but there was a, a Netflix documentary called Cricket Fever. Seen it. About the Mumbai season did, did, four years uh, ago. Hey, did you spot me in the documentary? Oh, yes, I did, actually. I did. Wait, you're, you're in, a, in the documentary? Yeah, he's in a press yeah? conference there. Well, oh, I'm going to watch okay. it again. Yeah, I did. Um, I, don't, I, I, I didn't even know I was on there. Somebody had to alert me, so. Um, but yeah, um, Ishan Kishan yes. like got um, sort of. He seemed a bit big, for, too big for his boots. A bit of a big head in that, and then a couple of the senior players kind of chopped him back to size um, on camera. So I've always had a little bit of a soft spot for him. I and I think he was the most expensive player to go at the mm-hmm. auction um, this year. But well, I mean, he's doing the work for his money. And I like watching him. I He's think India, uh, in particular, have these young players like Rishabh Pant as well. And it's just like something's going to happen when they're at the crease. Like it's so exciting to watch. It's the new breed of India, isn't it? It's just yes. they just want to. They're flamboyant. They don't. You know, they're not afraid. I mean, Ishan Kishan, Rishabh Pant. The, you know, they could hit the first ball for six. It's <laughs> which is sort of unconventional in the way almost how not cricket is played, but also with the way cricket is taught. You go to various maidans of India and it's, you know, the, 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 the front elbow, the lead with the shoulder. But it, but a lot of their mechanics or the uh, the foundations of the game are still the same. That allows them to play. You know, I don't think Ishan Kishan or Rushapant that you've spoken to them in the past that 
they were taught not to play those shots you know when they're eight you probably they were taught technically and then they've sort of expanded their game because just a demand of t20 cricket or just a way cricket has evolved so but it's fantastic it just shows how different kind of some of these new generation indian players are they just don't fear anymore which is no which well, is you, and what? you see that in Rishabh Pant in red ball cricket. He will yep. come out there and you'll be like, man, this ain't T20, but I'm liking what I'm seeing. And what, so it's kind of Sundar as well. Yeah, so all yep. the, the white ball cricket I think is kind of changing test cricket a little bit as well. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And we saw that when India chased, you know, over 300 at the Gab on that final day. Like it just seemed like nobody believed they can do it, but they did. So, um, and, and I think it was just a sort of a great – sort of a perfect example of these new guys. Like Mena said, I mean, Washington Sundar, we hasn't really come about in, in this IPL, but, you know, he's got immense talent as well. So it's just so many. That Tilak Verma, who's playing for Mumbai Indians, he's really caught my eye, Mena. He, he looks really good. So um, let's see how he goes for the rest of the tournament. Left-hander, elegant, um, he's got all the shots, seemed to have all the confidence and playing for Mumbai. So watch out for him. Well, while she did well, I think, in the power play the other night, he took a couple of wickets against um, Lucknow. Um, I like when teams utilise Washington Sundar in the power play because I think that that's he, he plays good there. Um, but, yeah, I think just let him find his feet at sunrises. and Absolutely. Um, all right, let's, uh, looking at the tournament so far, yes. uh, a couple, you know, I've had, there's been a few highlights that jumped out at me. I love seeing. I love highlights. I love highlights. (laughs) Um, I loved Andre Russell's 70 not out of 31 deliveries um, chasing. He just came in when his team was in trouble and he was exceptional. Eight sixes in that 70. And uh, yeah, that was my moment of the week. Um, Also enjoyed um, Luck now chasing down 210. The audacity. The audacity. What Andre? What about you? Chloe, what's oh, jumped okay. out at you? My moment, you know, one what? of one of my moments of the week, which I have about a hundred, but one of them is like Emma Stoney. I'm sorry, Mahi. Who do you think you are, letting forty year olds think that they can have a body? There's just such a finely well oiled machine to make that run out. How he got that run out? I think it was of Roger Puxa. Roger Puxa. Yep. Um, yep. Oh, oh my gosh, vintage Donny. <laughs> I that is one of my moments of the week. I watched the replay about mm-hmm. 800 times. Um, you know, another one I think that might fall under the radar is I love that Gujarat and Lucknow played their f- the new, two new teams played their first. Um, that was game smart because that meant mm. one of the new teams would win their first game. Yeah, smart. smart Muhammad Shami's first ball was a bloody ripper. He had such a good spell in that game, and I think that that just that first ball to send Kale Raul back, I was like, what What better start could we ask for in this game of the two new teams? Absolutely. Uh, my, I mean, I, I've really enjoyed watching Kuldeep Yadav come back into IPL or just in, you know, he was a guy that you know, we saw him make his debut against Australia 2017, saw him pick up a fifer at the SCG uh, about a year later, um, and he sort of almost disappeared, just, you know, left arm wrist spinner and, Everyone thought his confidence was gone, injury. Uh, but the way he's been, he's come back, I mean, a lot of credit to Ricky Ponting, who just basically said, look, you're going to play every game. Uh, so I have faith in you. And amazing how much confidence um, has allowed, you know, Kulip to really come back. So I, I'm I'm really enjoying it because he's, he's still, in a way, you know, a, a spinner who's from 
we can save the dark old ages because he actually likes to flight the ball. Um, so I've really enjoyed watching him because you see most of the other wrist spinners, they're trying to be replicate Rashid Khan. And, you know, it, it's actually funny, isn't it? Like in T20 cricket now, the fast bowlers are trying to bowl slow and the <laughs> spinners are trying to bowl fast. Like that's T20 cricket now. Yeah, Paul Dennett, who's not here uh, this episode, my co-host, he often says that he doesn't understand why some IPL teams and T20 sides don't just pick four spinners, you know, like just go in with all spin. Well, maybe Dewfactor is one of them. That's right. Can't more forget moments, about the Dew. <laughs> more, well, you've got the spray. I'm going to need it in here. It's getting Sorry. pretty hot. Um, so, Chloe, what's your um? Well, I think also in that – well, I think it's – well, you took Dre, Ross. Okay, well, so I like did I Mahi, take yours? No, well, I like Mahi's run, run out. out. Okay, good. Um, Muhammad Shami's first ball. Um, a- Liam Livingston, is he, he was here quite a match the other night. Um, what I'm getting from you is that you I want an, you need an you need an RCB moment, don't you? So, oh well, I'm just choosing like my froth factor. By the way, guys, we have a thing now called froth factor. I didn't tell either of you about it. Okay, um, is Dinesh Kartik. DK. I cannot go past him. He, uh, like, absolute finisher for RCB. He, I know in that game they were defeated. Even then he just played amazingly. And I just think from what I saw on Twitter during auction, everyone, RCB fans in particular, why are we buying DK? Like, go with a younger person. DK is just there like, yo, I'm here. And, like, he's going to be an RCB legend. DK fan right here. Yes, sir. He also is very like he like he's really cool. My brother says he's the coolest commentator because he wears all this like it's got flair. He was pretty cool. He said some <laughs> controversial <laughs> stuff. No, your brother needs to watch the Shield and listen to me in minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, my brother actually, for the record, is a huge Shield fan. Oh well, he might be. He loves he the Shield. Um, should we get in? We've got a lot of um, viewer questions in the YouTube sure. comments. So um, if you want to leave a question, now's the time. Okay. Um, uh, mm, uh, 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 how do you say that, Gav? Um, uh, Archisman Mishra. Archisman, yeah, Mishra. Yes, how famous, Archie, I know who this is. How famous is IPL in Australia? Not very. Uh, doesn't it affect <laughs> sleep sh- schedule of people, uh, reactions of Chloe, man, when – RCB were 80 odd for five. What was she feeling at that moment? Yeah. Tell us, go, what were you feeling when RCB were 80 for five? Well, I knew we were going to get it done because we had DK. But isn't that bad? Because I'm like, we can't just rely on DK. <laughs> but we do have a stacked, like, we have a stacked batting. Like, we have good depth in our batting. We really do. And Glenn Maxwell's just going to add to that. So you're but, not worried? No. Confident. DK is going to win us that cup. And <laughs> I should just put out there that Chloe, yeah, reactions are the best. <laughs> Chloe was given a free RCB jersey last week. So she's kind of been paid oh. off to say nice things. This is a lie. Well, I ordered it. I just had ordered. someone to send it to me. Ordered. From India. Sure. <laughs> why are you wearing it? Yeah, where is it? Oh, there yeah. is. Why are you wearing it? Next time. Maybe. Maybe not. You're going to put it on. All right, next question. Archer's Man Mishra again. Gav, I'm missing your talkback shows with Barrett. Hope you remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hopefully we'll get back to them. Uh, Barrett's still in Pakistan. Hopefully he comes back well and safe and we'll have a chat. Are you happy, Gav? Do I look the part now? 
There you go. I, 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 <laughs> Great. There you go. I, I, I think Menace should slip into like a CSK. Maybe. I can, I can see you in a CSK. Yeah, Menace. Yep. No, he's an RCB fan. No, Royals, but I'm kind of <laughs> neutral. Um, Do you want to tell people why you like Rajasthan Royals? Yeah, because that first season when Warren was the captain and they won the title, it was magic stuff. It was a brilliant final, and I've always had, had sort of had a, a soft spot for them, but um, never been to India, so it's hard to, real, to really have any skin in the game yet. My favourites the other day, my favourite, you know, on KO, not enough. <laughs> you, you can choose your favourite teams and it'll try to, like, push those, uh, you know, games and things to the top. I was looking, I was like, Rajasthan Royals, because obviously I picked them years ago. It's like, you know, Australian cricket team, Indian cricket team, um, RCB. RCB, and then Rajasthan Royals, and I was like, that is there from so long ago. I also liked to keep an eye on what Steve Smith was doing uh, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Chris Stone, the owners in the IPL seem fairly ruthless. Does this put too much pressure on the players? Sometimes the players look scared when they make a mistake. I mean, Gav, you probably know more about this and, and Chloe as well, but there, there seems to be that kind of undercurrent that some of the owners do get involved and, and, and it doesn't always work out well. It doesn't work out well, but they are the owners, Menes. So it's it's been oh, like yeah, I'm not okay. criticizing them. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely no. I mean, they do have an influence, undoubtedly, and that's why we've probably seen you know something at Sunrisers where teams have fallen apart. We've seen what happened with Simon Cadditch. We've seen you know when we see say at the ICB, we've got a head coach, we've got a t- director as well with Mike Hessen. Then you've got you know the owners as well so all of them have to be in sync not everyone can be in sync or look at Mumbai Indians the most successful uh, sort of franchise and the owners drive everything um, yes they, they want certain players and and it's such a so I think it just depends on how the structure works some owners and players and coaches can get along some feel that you know they need to be more powerful than because at the end of the day they're the owners so um it's it's a tricky part. Take it off, <laughs> I'm so hot in under these lights. Take I'm it sorry. Off. <laughs> sorry, guys. That's it. The RCB jersey's gone. So Chloe's lost faith in RCB already, uh, which is not a surprise. That's like many of their fans, actually, Minas. Oh, what did sledge. you say? I missed that. <laughs> you, just, you just said you've given up on RCB you know, no, for the season. RCB and for life. Uh, yeah, I just noticed, like in the Mumbai documentary I mentioned before, and other things. It can't help players if you've got a disgruntled owner coming in after you've lost the game. I mean, at some point as an owner, you've you've hired a coach, you've hired selectors. You just say, okay, I have faith in you. Yeah. I, I mean, how much of a say do the owners get, though? All I've they only do. seen one by Fever. They do. Uh, a lot of the- Khan in there at KKR being like, um, not to the extent of what Mumbai <laughs> Indians are, uh, from what I've heard, but um, and I don't know about the new teams. I haven't been across to India for a while now, for a couple of years because of COVID. So I don't know how influential those new team owners are as well. So, uh, but yeah, like and you look at CSK, it's pretty much yes, the owners dictate sort of one side of things, but MS has always had the control of the cricketing aspect. So it it's such a it just depends on the owners. It depends on the franchise. Uh, it's yeah. It's it's just a culture that's already in there. <laughs> We've seen someone like Punjab have issues in the past. So um, I every team's different, and I reckon those who do it the best either they have full ownership coming from the owners, or they have like that fine sort of balance. Which does that make sense? 
Yeah, it does. Um, Gav, do you said you had to go at quarter to five. Do you need to go now? No, I'm fine. I'm fine for the next right, 10, 15, good, no problem. Yeah, good. We'll finish up then. Um, so next question from Varis Desai. Sorry I'm butchering all these pronunciations. No. Uh, what do you think about the Titans, the Gujarat Titans, after looking the weakest team on paper after the auction, but they have gone two from two. And all I'm going to say is when you've got Wade, Gill, Hardik Pandya and David Miller in your top six and Rashid Khan with the ball, that's a pretty good lineup. What do you think, Chloe? Yeah, I, when I saw this question, I was thinking, did it look like the weakest team on paper? Lockie Ferbers, Ferguson, um, Mah- mm-hmm. Muhammad Shami. I all stacked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I also think, you know, again, someone like Hardik Pandya, who's been kind of... Uh, you know, trolled is the word I always think of. But, you know, he's been out of form. He also comes back and has um, something to prove. Also, did you see his brother get him out the other night? <laughs> In that first did they? Did he? Crunel was just like, oh, he felt bad, but was also happy at the same time, obviously, bittersweet. Gav's, I think Gav's frozen Oh, well, that's, in time. That's good. Um We'll get him back eventually. You know what? Uh, I love seeing brothers play against each other. The Agar brothers, mm-hmm. Ashton and Wes Agar, they've played each other a lot in domestic cricket. And mm-hmm. what I've noticed is the first time it can be a bit awkward, but then um, after that they seem to get used to it pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, it was. It was the Battle of the Brothers the other night and it was kind of fun to watch. But it was funny seeing Krunal get him because he was just. I might have to go for the Gujarat Titans you this know. year. I'm actually making a decision live on the show. I mean, Matthew Wade, I love. He's like yeah, such an inspiration. Love I'd love to see him win an IPL What after winning the T20 World Cup. Um, also, they've got Shubman Gill. He took that beautiful catch the other night. Yeah, no, I like that team. And Rashid Khan, huge fan of his. So Me too. Can't go past him. One yeah. of the best. T20 bowlers in the world. One of the best bowlers in the world. One of the best spinners in the world. Gav's back. Yeah. I'm back. I don't know why I keep disappearing, but... Well, Maybe. while you were gone, Men has decided he's a Gujarat Titans fan. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, no, nah, I can't make certain comments on here, but yeah. Yeah, you fit right into Gujarat, I reckon. Now, Pritam Das, and I had to block him because he asked this question 50 million times in the comments. <laughs> he asked um, you, Chloe, he said, you plan to go to the IPL this year. Um, what's happened? Well, no, I still plan on going over there, but the thing is, is people that I also need to see are in the bubble and I don't care to join the bubble. So I'm going at the end. Okay. And that's my answer. Exclusive news on Quick and Unfiltered. <laughs> um, where to RCB, or also RCB is going to make the final um, and I don't want to miss that. <laughs> Great. All right. Prashant Singh. What do you guys what think? Were you gonna say, what were you going to say? I'm Gavis? just going to say, no, no, I've just, I already said it. I said, you know, we, we know about Chloe's trust and faith into the RCB. She's already taken that jersey off. Every so year hard. for a long time. <laughs> so she's she, wore for, she wore it for about two minutes max. Oi, come on. It's so hot in here. A real fan wouldn't have taken it off. Okay, oh, you know a real that. fan would have come with it on. No, I had it. There's that. Okay, Prashant Singh, what do you guys think of Mumbai and Chennai teams this year? Well, I think we touched on CSK quite mm. a bit. They'll, Mumbai? they'll work it out. They'll work it out. Uh, Mumbai? Mumbai. I think they're missing Suriko Mayadov. He's just such an integral part of that team. Um, they really miss Trent Bolt. I think Daniel Sams is somebody they felt that, that could replace him but hasn't quite been 
right uh, or Tyrone Mills he's been okay as well but you'd never doubt Mumbai I mean Bumrah uh, who imagine there was an auction where Bumrah went in I reckon he could have gone for 50 crores which is like whatever 25 million dollars I think he's the most valuable cricketer t20 cricketer in the world by a country mile mm-hmm. uh, but in saying that yeah I think Mumbai will come good they they they're gender notoriously very slow starters so um expect them to come good they I think they have a few games coming up at one Kade Stadium which is like their home ground uh, or so Bro Chama, Ishan Kishan's there Surya comes back Pollard um uh, yeah don't count them off too early my answer is also the same do not nothing you never write no off Mumbai if anyone gets that you never write off Mumbai that's um all right Shrikant if Maxi comes in for Rutherford so this is with Chloe's beloved RCB. So that's Maxi replacing Shafane Rutherford in the 11. How can Josh Hazelwood be accommodated as RCB cannot keep out Sri Lankan Hasaranga? What do you think, Chloe? This is your wheelhouse. Well, How will Hazelwood get in there? The first question is, when is Hazelwood going to be able to play? Because what is going on with him right now? Because I read he can't play for at least another, what's the date today? for another weeks, but I don't know if that's set in stone. So this I, might be something we don't have to think about right now, I but I don't know where he's at. When's the next RCB game? In a couple of days? Yes. Yeah. It's de- you can safely say that in the IPL. Definitely You'll always today. be right. <laughs> in a couple of days. So if he misses out on that, he's probably back for the one after that. So I reckon he's... Yeah, RCB are playing on the um, 10th of April against Mumbai. Yeah, he might be back for that one. Mm. I don't know, but Gav, I saw he won't be back before the 12th minimum for oh, personal reasons, but I don't oh, know okay. what that means or what's going on. Well, I do but know. But I could be wrong. It's the New South Wales Cricket Awards dinner tomorrow night in Sydney, which I'm going to. Maybe Hazelwood's thought not missing. Is he here? New South Wales Cricket's Night of Nights. Well, he's um, not with the squad. Maybe he's, well, maybe you can ask him tomorrow. I'll ask him tomorrow night. Yeah, right, exclusive. Congrats to Australia for winning the T20 series. Excited for Nathan Ellis. So this is interesting. Nathan Ellis took four wickets against Pakistan overnight, yes. heading over for, to play for the Punjab Kings. Yes. They got a bargain, 139,000 Aussie, $139, Aussie dollars. And he's from Tassie. That's two houses mm-hmm. there, so that's good for him. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, what do you think of Ellis? Oh, he's great. I mean, it's going to be... I mean, just his experience of playing in the IPL is going to be huge for him as well. Uh, coming against the best players, interesting in what role he has. If he actually gets given the ball, like, you know, at the death, he has a superb Yorker. Uh, that's one thing for sure. And I think he's a real competitor. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward to I hope he gets a, a couple more, you know, a few games for Punjab um, and see how he goes against the best in the world. So. <coughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to I reckon he's underrated as a bowler. I don't think he's. You know, we don't hype him up as some of the other Australian bowlers that we have here. But I think he's a real goer. Um, yeah, I hope I hope he gets a few games just just see, uh, you know, show the case to the world that who Nathan Ellis is. Let's not forget, like whenever I think about Punjab and an Australian cricket, I always think of Sean Marsh Menas. Like in two thousand five, six, seven, we sort of heard about Sean Marsh, but it was the two thousand and eight IPL that everyone realised that oh my god, this Sean Marsh is actually genuinely so good because he got 700-odd runs in that first edition. So um, I'm not saying Nathan Ellis is going on that mark, but 
I, I, you know, IPL just puts people into spotlight, even in their own country, when they actually haven't been in the spotlight. So I reckon Nathan Ellis could do something like that. I will say that there is a big gap between, say, the Big Bash and the IPL. Like, mm-hmm. I think, say, someone like Daniel Sams, who's moved from the Big Bash into the IPL, he still does okay in the IPL, but you certainly see him exposed at times against, you know, that next level of player. Yeah, well, like I was saying earlier, IPL really is like the superstars of the world all over there playing. And so the level naturally I think is going to be higher. It's the one league that they all want to go play in. Um, Mm. Next question, SS98, rate Hardik Pandya as a captain. No rating from me currently because I think that we can't go off two games. Okay, I'll, I'll... I haven't watched to watch their game. Um, it's been too late in the night for me, so I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stick down there. All Probably right, so we're all gonna, we're no gonna comment. Add, no comment. We'll save that one for later. In, and it we, is we'll, prob- we'll come back to that later in the season. Don't yeah. be too early to judge. Yeah. Martin Lawrence, is there anything the BBL could or should borrow from the IPL? Chloe. Sure, sure. The Indian players, <laughs> RCB, Virat Kohli, <laughs> Rishabh Pant. Muhammad Which will Shami, never happen. Jasper Bumrah. Which will never happen for good reason. What you know? good reason? Because BCCI has to protect their nah. business. And I nah. get that. I, nah. If you look at it from their perspective, we would all be doing oh. the same thing. I, th- I, think, I think Cricket Unfiltered should just buy a team, Menas. Uh, you've got enough cash lying around. And- yeah, absolutely. Really? Well, what do you think, though, um, Gav? What would we call the team? You, <laughs> you see these stupid rules being brought into the Big Bash, the power surge and the, oh, the is- X factor. There's none of that bullshit in the IPL, is there? It's just- <laughs> Can Classic I just jump T20 in here cricket. before Gav yeah. answers and say, it is the one thing that kind of gets on my nerves that I tweet about every, I'm like, wait, what's the, what are the new rules this year to try to make it better? But I just said, we're fiddling with it so much that it's so hard to keep up with. And also if it, it's not necessarily benefiting the game. I agree. <laughs> I, 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 there's so many things that could come into it, but I mean, privatisation, and that's why I said, man, it's time to buy that team, mate. Cricket unfiltered. Chloe, yeah. as you walk out, um, there's that room to the left. That's where all the cash is stored. So um, yeah. just try and con- con- I'm just going to swing by there on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> Hold this jersey as ransom. Um, um, yeah, I, the only thing I think the BBL could borrow is actually let's get Australia's best players playing in the big batch because that's the difference with the IPL that you've got the best Indian players as well as all the internationals. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see that in Australia. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Even, you know, in this, our final that we just had, they just should have let Steve Smith back in for the, for the fans. Like let us see the spectacle exactly. that is, you know, the best players. And we really don't have that. We don't have that in, in BBL. Not and that is, you, you are right. That is missing. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Imagine seeing, you know, um, you know, Warner up against, you know, Stark or something. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're all waiting for that or have been waiting for that. <laughs> yes. Exactly. When is it going to happen? <laughs> um, well, thanks, everybody, that's left questions in the comments. There was a lot of them. We got to most of them. But uh, really great to have uh, everyone watching live and contributing with the questions. Um, Gav, before I let you go, um, you know, what are your thoughts about the rest of the IPL um, you know, you're going to be following it. Um, who, who are you particularly yeah. today? Yeah, I want to know, Gav, who you back. Oh, here we go. I'm oh, making yeah. your choose. Who, I, who I'm backing? I'm not backing anybody. I, 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 I've Come just on. become an experienced campaigner. I've covered like seven IPL, so 
It's 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 you a tournament. Already. We don't need to hear it again. <laughs> yeah, tournament of mysteries. Uh, but every time I say that Mumbai Indians can't win, they tend to win. Um, so no, don't say that, please. If you left the if you had left the jersey on, I would have said the RCB. But um, no, I'm not. Uh, so yeah, and yes, I'm covering a few matches. So um, I think I've already covered four. So I think I've still got another fifteen or twenty to go. So I'm gonna. Yep, none this weekend, Menas. The golf is on, which is taking priority over the US ICL. Masters. Yeah. Can... Absolutely. Well, Menas, I expect to see you in your um, Gujarat Titans jersey next week. Absolutely. Do they have weird sizes for short? Short men. Anyway, <laughs> we'll find them. We'll find them. Um, you would exactly. still, still be pretty, you know, about taller than 50% of the male population in India, Minister. So. I fucking have to go then. I mean, <laughs> I must go and follow the IPL when there's no bubbles. Um, so, Gav, thanks for joining us. Chloe, how did your debut go on Cricket Unfiltered? Oh, I think it went quite all right. You enjoyed you guys it? You are okay, I think. Yeah, yeah we enjoyed it. <laughs> Except I mean, I I, I've never come on a podcast and taken a shirt off. Well, <laughs> well, no, we're just glad it was a menace, put it that way. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, the viewers are especially lucky it wasn't me. Um, yeah, well, Chloe, thanks so much for coming Thank on. You Great for to having have you me. on. I'm so glad we got the band together because what Absolutely. everyone doesn't know is we were meant to do, do this a year ago and something happened and we couldn't, and then COVID happened. and but here we are now, and I'm happy. Great. I'm happy too. Um, yeah, thanks to many late nights. That's it. And uh, so we'll be back soon. Thanks, everybody that's listened. I've got an interview with Dan Christian dropping next week. Um, he's written a fascinating book about playing in T20 tournaments all around the world. So that's dropping on Monday. And, yeah, thanks, everybody that's listened and watched. Thank you. Thank you, Menes. Thank you, Chloe. Chat to you guys. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Now the Bye. Chloe. Bye. Bye. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.